Okay. Hmm. This is gonna go interestingly. <laughs> this is how we're open the episode. <laughs> all right, let's do this thing. All the Tuesday listeners, all the Tuesday listeners, all the Tuesday listeners, all the Tuesday listeners. Now turn your sound up. Using a stub, get this thing up. Hoping tests pass everything. Decided to try a new framework. Why? Now recruiters are emailing me. They want Perl and C, Scala, VP. Don't pay them any attention. Crying JavaScript tears for three good years and nothing's stopping me. Because if you write code, then you probably use some tools for it. If you write code, then you probably want some tools for it. Aren't you glad when you find the perfect fit? If you use tools in here to show that talks about it. Woo! <laughs> Welcome to Tool Day. Wow, that was that was great. Wow, impressive. Thank you. I I almost made it. I didn't make it. You made it. You made it. It's fine. Ooh. Welcome to Tools Day, a podcast about tech tools, tips, and tricks on Tuesdays at two. I'm your co-host Yuna, and I'm Chris. And today we're talking about Chrome, Chrome extensions. <laughs> I didn't follow that sing song thing we were doing there, apparently. Usually try and okay. it never works out right. Okay. But, you know, we're always going to keep trying. Right. Practice makes perfect. A for effort. One day we'll record a good, a, a good podcast. I feel like one we've day. had one or two where it was just on the ball. Yeah, and they surprised us each time. <laughs> Ooh, so, this show, we are going to do somewhat rapid fire style like we've done a couple of times where we're going to go back and forth. And both me and Chris are going to give our top eight favorite Chrome extensions that we use um, and maybe some honorable mentions at the end, just like briefly list off. So, yeah, I hope you're ready for some rapid fire tech tools. Uh, I'm ready. Uh, are you ready? You All right. Ready, wanna... set, then let's go, Chris. You All go right. first. Okay. My first one is a great one from the great Sindra Sorhas. Uh, it's called Refined GitHub. And so what happened was that uh, maybe like six months ago, a bunch of developers were like, hey, we love GitHub. We love all it's done, all it's done for us, all it continues to do, except it leaves us with a bunch of, you know, UI side stuff that just isn't actually there. And so... Some people just complained, but Cinder Sorhas and a couple of other people decided to band together and build us this great Chrome extension extension called Refined GitHub. Um, it does a ton of things. I, I'm just gonna go through like, like the top ten on its highlights list. Um, you can now mark issues and pull requests as unread. You can link branch oh references gosh, and pull requests. Oh my gosh, that's so good! You can uh, link PR references and issues and PRs. You can it adds a release tabs to repos. It adds avatars and reactions. It adds a quick edit button to the README. Um, it shows the current file name in the sticky pull request header. Um, it shows the user's full name and comments. Uh, it improves the readability of tab and into code. It gives you an option to view diffs without white space changes. Um, all of this stuff was already in GitHub somewhere. It just needed to be like pulled out, like the white space thing. You could press a couple, you know, hot keys and get get to there originally. But this was kind of you know, surface it to you right away. And so that was like eight things it does, but it actually has like a tremendous amount of stuff it does. It's wonderful and um, highly recommended refined GitHub. Also highly recommend you just stalk Cinder Sorhas' GitHub profile like I do. Um, every like, you know, four weeks, I'll just see like what he's done recently. And there's always something exciting in there, which is how I found this. So 
Yeah, he is like the king of side projects. <laughs> I am so immensely impressed with him, and I'm I'm a really big fan. Yep. Um, so he does great work. Yep. Yeah, definitely follow him on Twitter. Follow him on GitHub. Um, super, super talented developer who's also super humble and also just does consistently great work. So yeah, check him out. Yep. Um, that was a very power packed first. There you go uh, with a bang. <laughs> Uh, all right, so for my first one, I actually have two, um, but they're in the same realm, and I use them together simultaneously. Um, so they are accessibility tools, and the first one is called Axe. It's lowercase a, capital X, lowercase e, um, if you were looking for it. Um, it's an awesome tool. You just hit analyze, and it shows you really briefly any sort of accessibility violations on your page. Um, so that one I also use in concert with the accessibility developer tools, which this one I think is actually by Chrome. Yep. And that um, is added to your audits tab. So it's not its own tab in the dev tools. It's just one of the um, little checks you can click in the audits section. And it's super, super helpful because sometimes they don't catch what each other is looking for in terms of accessibility errors. Uh, so yeah, definitely use multiple accessibility checkers when you're building a website for production. Nice. That was actually one of mine too. So one down for me. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, my next one is this thing called Wappalizer. Um, it's an extension that IDs what technology is powering the site that you're on. And so one of the primary ways that I learn new things is that I kind of just poke around on what other people are doing, whether that be GitHub itself, or I just see a site and I'm like, wow, it's kind of cool. How do they do this? Um, Wappalizer adds this little extension to the top of your Chrome bar, and you click it, and it'll just like list out the different technologies it's, the site's using. And so that's how I found out about like this thing called Hugo. It's a static site generator. Um, that's how I find out whenever the site's using React. Like, oh, hey, that's kind of cool. I mean, you can also inspect the inspector and see that it's using React. But uh, uh, it's just kind of this nifty, quick thing I use like, all the time. I, I basically use this whenever I go to a new site. I'm like, oh, it's built in you know, X thing. So pretty nifty. Wappalizer, highly recommended. Nice. I think I used to have that when I had my last computer and I, I must have forgot it to like switch it over. Um, adding Chrome extensions is just like a thing that I forget to do when I move over. I just um, always sync to my Chrome profile now. But, so it just like <laughs> I should follows do me that. everywhere I go. Yeah. Oh, also, I forgot to mention that Axis by Deck Systems, D-E-Q-U-E. -E. Um, we'll link to all these things in the show notes. Um, all right, so my next one is DevTools Author. DevTools Author is a tool that allows you to customize what your DevTools look like in terms of theme, um, color, font style, etc. So that way, when you open up your DevTools, you can have it look like how you want it to look. So I've customized like my font face here. I have a custom um, theme. I, I like a light theme because there is a tiny bit of flash. And if you have a dark theme, that'll like show a light to a dark flash. But you can make it look just like your Sublime Text or your uh, code if your you watch one of them. I mean your VS Code, right? <laughs> Previous episode. Yeah. Um, so it's cool because it allows for just a little bit of personalization in your time bar and your uh, dev tools bar and um, maybe improves the legibility for you um, however you need that to be done. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. I actually don't have that. I, I feel like you've mentioned it to me before and I just keep forgetting the name. Um, yeah, I feel like when we like were working together, you'd be like, how did you get your dev tools to look like that? Or sometimes I'll screenshot things and people are like, how did you do that? And it's just an extension, dev tools author. Nice. 
All right. Uh, my next one is the famous Postman. Um, it's a uh, extension slash. Actually, it might be an application. Chrome has this weird differentiation between the two sometimes, and uh, I don't know what which one this is. But it opens up a new window inside Chrome, and you can basically uh, build, test, and um, document your APIs with this tool. Um, Something I do all the time is when I build an API is that I'll, I don't want to actually have to build the front end to actually test each and every endpoint. And so I'll open up Postman and you just kind of type in the endpoint and the data what you want to send and hit fire away or send actually, not fire away, but <laughs> fire away would be cool too. Um, and <laughs> this is design feedback. <laughs> Please, postman, say fire away and add some more pirate language in there too. That'd be great. Um, but no, it's just a um, a really quick and easy way to test your APIs, and um, it has this great thing called collections. And so, if you ever want to share out um, the tests you've made with people, you can just um, save them all into this into a you know a collection and export it, and then. Um, say you want somebody else to test out, make sure they can run these tests on their own server or whatever else. Uh, they can just run these same tests on their computer. Um, and it makes the stuff you know super easy. And so it- They would also need to have that extension, right? Right, yeah, you'd also need a Postman extensions. But um, okay. it, it, um, it ports, I think it exports into a standard format, file format. I forget what it is. Um, but you can actually, you could actually open it up and see what it's actually doing. All the Postman requests are actually under the cover, like curl requests. Um, so um, it will actually tell you exactly what it's doing. Um, so you could do it yourself if you didn't want to use Postman. Okay, cool. Um, you can sign up with a Google account and or just skip it. And if you sign up, it syncs everything across all your devices, which is nice because I hop between like three computers for some reason. And um, having that right there wherever I go is wonderful. So Postman, it's great. Nice. My next um, Chrome extension is one that I find essential. It is called OneTap. And one tab allows you to just click. It, it lives in your URL bar. It allows you to just click and close. Um, and by closing, mean collapse all the tabs that you have open, and it saves those to a date. So if you're overwhelmed by tabs, like literally everyone I know, because that's how we use the web today, you can just click one tab. It saves them all. You can open up the page with one tab and have all the links listed out. You have like a whole history of your links too. Um, but then you have a fresh start in your tab bar. So it's like a nice way to save your tabs if you're worried about like closing the browser and not getting them back. It's a nice way to just have like a version history of where you were. It's a nice way of cleaning out your life a little bit. Um, yeah, so it's just called one tab. So I have a fun story with this. I used to use it. I used it for a good, no, by used to use it, I mean I used it for a good five minutes. Um, but uh, <laughs> Okay, you didn't like it right away. I, I have like, I do have that 10,000 tab issue. I, I'm looking at my screen right now and I just have an obscene amount of tabs except when I use it I kind of felt like this this thing had robbed me of my tabs and got grumpy at it. I don't I don't know. Let's just move I on. think it's a, like what you get used to sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, that's probably it. Yeah. I, it's They're all there. You just have to click the link and it know, opens them up gone. again. I'm like, oh, where'd it go? All my tabs. They're I find all, it so freeing. They're all precious to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I get lost in tabs. And then I end up just closing the down entire windows because it starts with tabs. Yeah. And then it turns into windows that have multiple tabs. And then yeah. I have like multiple windows with multiple tabs that were all different things until I unplugged my monitor. And now they're all on my computer. And it's like, whoa. 
Yeah, that's fair. Um, okay. Um, sorry. Um, my next one is a essential if you're a React developer, and it's the React developer tools. Um, this has it on my honorable mentions list. Uh, it's a wonderful thing. Um, so if you are a React dev and you don't have this, I highly recommend you stop whatever you're doing and you go install this now. It's an additional tab like inside your Chrome Dev Tools. So you know you have Elements, Network, Sources, Console, and now you'll have React as well. And inside of it, you have something similar to that Elements tab, uh, except not all the React um, components themselves. And so you can examine them. You can kind of see the state they're in. You can see all the props. Um, you can see any changes they go through, all the styling from React. It's just a really, really handy tool for debugging anything with React. And um, I would almost consider it a, like a vital part of my React workflow. So I uh, highly recommend that you check it out now-ish. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, React DevTools. Nice. Um, okay, so the next one I'm gonna talk about is nothing to do with code at all. Perfect. <laughs> It's called Honey. Oh, okay. And Honey, it just reminds me of like a lovely hackathon project. That's how I think of it. Aww. But basically, whenever you're checking out like uh, online shopping in a shopping cart and there is a box that is for a discount code, it will highlight it in orange and it will search for discount codes for you. Oh my God. What is this? So called? it does it automatically. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you Googling it right now? It right now. <laughs> Yeah, it's super handy. It doesn't always find you good discount codes. It looks um, for a couple of those different sites. I think like Coupon Mountain is one or um, Groupon, not Groupon, um, Retail Me Not. Okay, yeah. Um, but, but even if it doesn't find you a coupon code directly, it reminds you to look for them. Like it reminds you that, oh, maybe I might have something in my email or, oh, maybe I could like do a little bit of digging myself to save a couple dollars. Um, but yeah, it's great. It's just like a nice little reminder like, oh, here's a coupon code. And I think it works really well because it's just, it works without you thinking about using it, yeah. which is the best kind of UI. It just automatically is Ooh, there. So yeah, honey. Uh, honey, great. I've now added Check it to it. my uh, collection of extensions. <laughs> nice. Um, my next one is also not specifically developer related, but it may be relevant to everyone's interests. Um, if you are a Reddit user, um, the required extension for everyone is Reddit Enhancement Suite. Uh, I never got into Reddit, I gotta say. What? <laughs> yeah, we've had this conversation. You're just like, who are you? <laughs> okay, so if you're not familiar with Reddit, uh, Reddit is the front page of the internet, so to speak, <laughs> um, and it's a collection of more or less people uh, posting things and then other people commenting on it, and it can get extremely toxic sometimes and very stupid, but luckily you have RES, Reddit Enhancement Suite, to help you out, and so it adds a whole bunch of great features like filtering, comp filtering stuff out, so if you say, hey, I don't want to see anything related to election 2016 you can drop that into a filter and it all goes away um uh or you know specifically other things and so um there's a bigger feature set kind of like you can now hide all child comments you can see a live preview of when you write comments you can show how many new comments there are you can tag users you can change this how reddit looks uh as a whole there's like a style tweak injector inside of it um, 
and it's just fantastic and makes Reddit so much better. I don't actually remember how Reddit was before this anymore. Um, <laughs> at some point, Reddit actually hired the guy who, who, who made this, and he works at Reddit now, so I think they're slowly integrating the features into Reddit as an application itself. Um, wow. But uh, just goes to show you, if you're a great extension writer, you might get a full-time job out of it. So Yeah, this is like lesson number two of that. <laughs> right. Um, so, oh, yes, it's wonderful. Cool. Um, all right, so for my next one, I will also talk about a news-related thing. Um, this one is called Panda, and Panda is my favorite um, open tab news source. So what I mean by that is every time you open a new tab on Chrome, you get some kind of screen. And this screen is customizable. I think it's really well designed. It's different, like it's responsive based on how big the screen is that you're looking at. You have more or less tabs. Um, I right now have Hacker News, GitHub, and CSS Tricks on my homepage, but you can drop down these menus and change them to whatever you want. They have a lot of visual options too, like Dribbble, um, and a couple of different layout styles as well. And I really like having Dribbble on here actually, because it's like a nice little uh, burst of visual inspiration every time I open a new tab next to my GitHub Explorer tab and my CSS Tricks like news, whatever. Um, so I really like this one. It's customizable. There's different modes um, and different layouts that you can use. I've been using it for probably two years now, and it's been my favorite like open tab extension. Nice. I think I used it briefly as well. Um, I did like the burst of news. I am a kind of a news junkie, so I my homepage is basically NPR. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> um, all right, so my next one is a ad blocker. Uh, quick note with this though, of course, if you support the sites you're using, turn off your ad blockers. Um, but if you, uh, for everything else, there's this great <laughs> extension called uBlock Origin. Uh, so if you were using AdBlock Plus in your previous life, stop that. Um, it's extremely slow it's, and heavy and weighs down Chrome. Instead, swap to uBlock Origin. It's a really, really efficient, lightweight ad blocker, um, and um, is great. So, um, I don't really have much more to add to ad blocking beyond. Ah, I'm gonna write that one down. It's actually wonderful. So, <laughs> uBlock Origin. uBlock Origin. Nice. See, we did it. <laughs> we did the thing that we can't do when we try. All right, my next one is um, back to dev things, I suppose. <laughs> this one is called JSON View. Oh, that was my next one. Oh, really? Ah, I'm done. Sorry. I'm out. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You can talk about JSON View. No, it's fine. Go ahead. It's fine. No, because I have two no. more. Okay, fine. Uh, there's not much to talk about JSON Views. It's just that if you open up a JSON document in a Chrome tab, instead of seeing this, you know, blurgity blurg string of strings, uh, you now see a nice, pretty. Um, now, color highlighted, tree created JSON uh, document. Uh, it also validates the documents itself. So you, if you have a non-valid or invalid JSON file, it will tell you about that. So um, anyone who at all ever hits JSON files in their browser, just test an API or just seeing data set, uh, highly recommend this extension. It's like necessary. It's, yeah, it's, there's you need no, no way that you can parse a JSON file without it. Yeah, you need visually. You need some form of this of this extension. There are a couple yeah. other ones as well, but this one is super lightweight and and obviously the winner on tools. Right, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, you can tell that we don't like rehearse or script this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't 
don't even tell each other what we're doing. <laughs> we just make it up on the fly. Every time. Yeah. Um, I kind of like it that way. Yeah. All right, so I have a couple more to talk about. Okay. Um, the next one is another two-sum set. Okay. Um, and this one is Save to Pocket. If you're a Pocket user, Pocket is an awesome resource uh, the website is getpocket.com that allows you to save articles for viewing later and for offline um, which is awesome when you travel so much like I have been doing um, and there's also send to Kindle which I just learned about oh my god wait what send to Kindle is like mind-blowingly like world-changing so I didn't know this is a thing, but now I do. You can send articles to Kindle, so Medium posts or um, any blog article somebody writes, it just automatically saves it and sends it to your Kindle so that if your Kindle's on Wi-Fi, you can download them. So now, I don't even need to have my laptop open to read my blog posts. I can just read them directly in my Kindle after sending them through this Chrome extension. It is lovely, 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 and magical, and I am so happy that it exists. Okay, so I'm very intrigued by this. I typed in send to Kindle in my extensions list uh, or in the, the store and I found three different results. Which one is this? There is an official send to Kindle. So if you Google send to Kindle, Amazon.com has their own link to it. Okay. So that's the one you and want? The Amazon.com one. You want the Amazon.com one. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> and you have a couple of options here. You can send to Kindle from email, from Android, desktop, and browser. And the one that I had was the Chrome extension. There's also a Firefox extension. I'm sure that a lot of these that we're mentioning today, by the way, are available for Firefox. Uh, we just, for simplicity's sake, made a Chrome extension show. Yeah, uh, because none of us use Firefox. <laughs> but it's great. But it's great. Elvis on here talked about the awesome. That's right. That, the, the Firefox CLI is amazing. Yeah, uh, CLI. <laughs> um, so I, I have a, last I, one I have a, that is okay. on my top eight list. Which has turned into a top ten list um, <laughs> is stay focused. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. Go no. Ahead. Chris. Go ahead. I haven't. I haven't used it before, so it's. You haven't. No. Okay, so stay focused is for people like me who are really bad at paying attention to the same thing. <laughs> like, it's for people who may or may not have like ADD or something. Um, so basically, what it allows you to do is block certain sites if you're on them too long. Um, so I oh, set God. it to like. <laughs> what? That'd be terrible for me. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. It's great. I mean, ter terrible and great, but go ahead. So, like, I can set this to Twitter or Facebook or any site like Reddit for you, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, if I'm on that site for, like, longer than 10 minutes, then it turns off and I can't open it. It's just blocked. Um, and that's great because I spend a little too much time, like, browsing videos on Facebook. And so, you can set, like, hours that it's available, like, if you want to do it during the workday. But, I don't know, for me, I feel like I spend too much time on Facebook anyway, so I'm like 10 minutes and that's it. Um, so yeah, it allows for you to sort of take control over your um, inability to not be on random sites that you just end up hours perusing. I know that feel quite well. Yeah. Uh, I have a honorable mention. Um, oh good, I have some honorable mentions uh, too. One of my favorites from the olden days was Live Reload. Um, and so back when I used to boot up a Live Reload server to refresh my page, and um, uh, this would open you up a little- have it? I still have it installed for some reason. Wow. I don't know why, it's still here. Vintage TM, remove that, you don't need it anymore. <laughs> it's still there, but um, this basically is a Chrome extension and Live Reload would open up a server more or less, and this extension would talk to that specific server and inject JavaScript and CSS to your page. This is from like, 
two and a half, three years ago, maybe. And for some reason, it's still on my computer or on my Chrome list. So, yeah, um, he used to have to use it. Yeah. But now you have, um, is it browser sync? Or browser sync, yes. Or a hot module reload. There's a ton of new ways of doing it. Not, that you don't need an extension yeah. for. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, that was a throwback. Good times. We're moving it um, now. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. You've been great. Uh, so my honorable mentions are um, awesome screenshot, okay. which I use a lot because you don't have the cool CLI tools like you have in Firefox on Chrome. And um, yeah, awesome screenshot just allows for you to do whole page screenshots, top to bottom. And um, there's a couple of options in there. Um, also, I had Ember Inspector as my honorable mention, which is like akin to the React Dev tools, where you have the same kind of um, ability as to like go through your Ember um, templates and components, et cetera. Um, so just those are kind of essential for if you're developing in any of these frameworks. I'm sure that Angular has one too. Yep. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Okay, great. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I got too. Um, yeah, good show. Cool. Hopefully you learned something new. Um, if you did, please rate us on iTunes or whatever podcast listener you listen yeah, to this pod podcast catcher, on. Podcatcher of choice. You keep trying to use that word. That is like Chris's word. It's not it's, Chris's it's word. Shop it's, talk I, show. I, it is. It might be a shop talk show <laughs> word. I don't know if it is or not. Um, anyway, podcatcher, <laughs> podcast listener, wherever you listen to us, we would appreciate your positive glowing review. <laughs> positive going review <laughs> um yeah <laughs> so we'll see you next time